What does we can't afford it mean? Loudly in a shop. All the curly ones. Are there more blades of grass or trees in the world? And I can help you with one question today at least. And that is, why are blue tongue lizard tongues blue? I mean, you can try the Sound of Music Von Trapp Children's Defence. It's been so cold lately, they turn blue. Or, keep your radio on for the next five minutes or so, why blue tongues have blue tongues next, after Imogen Clark. Blue Mountain singer on ABC Radio. They might give you a fright before you see their legs as well as their heads come out from the shrubbery. And yes, you might have to fight them for your strawberries at a certain time of year, but the blue tongue lizard has a lot of fans around this country. One thing, though, what do you know about why a blue tongue lizard's tongue is blue? Associate Professor Martin Whiting is a lead researcher at Macquarie University in their lizard lab, has just had his research published on it. Hello, Martin. Hi. How special is a blue tongue's tongue? Oh, particularly special. As it turns out, it's not only a blue tongue, it's a UV tongue. So it reflects in the ultraviolet, which, of course, humans don't see, but lots of other animals do see. So that immediately makes it special. And in addition to that, blue tongues in of themselves are um, very rare and um, the vast majority of, of species of lizards around the world would have pink tongues. How did you think to look for UV tongue? Well, um, we've been working on colour signals for quite a while now and we've noticed UV signals in a few different lizards and it's often associated with that intense blue coloration so when we saw these these blueies with these crazy tongues mm. you know we, we thought well let's let's see if there's any uv in there and we have something called a spectrometer that you can use to to measure color and see see colors that of course we humans can't necessarily see i'm and a little disappointed you didn't try it with a disco light <laughs> that will be the next phase of okay. the study, Helen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do the spectrometers do? Well, they um, they generate what's called a spectral reflectance curve. I'm sure, you know, when you were taking science um, in school they and your science teacher talked about colour, they have, you know, all the sort of colours of the rainbow and you see this this curve... Um, and, and basically it just, it maps out, um, the entire wavelength of color that, that, um, is being measured. So UV is what we call ultra short wavelength light, and it's outside of the spectrum that, that we can, we can see. And that, that gets picked up by the, the spectrometer. So we see this big peak in the UV. And in fact, what's really interesting is the back of the tongue has a very pure form of UV and there's much less UV at the front of the tongue. So the back of the tongue has a very bright UV color. And I have, I have an idea of why that might be. So when blueies move around your, your garden, um, you often see them tongue flicking, sticking out their tongue, and they're basically picking up information about their environment. They might be trying to locate your strawberry patch, or they... Typically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or they um, 
are trying to find out if there've been any potential predators in the area mm. and if it's safe to move around, or they might be trying to find another bluey even. But um, they don't really want to draw attention to themselves. And birds, for example, have very good um, UV vision. And so if there's much less UV at the front of the tongue, then they won't be quite as um, conspicuous to to birds so they can uh, they can hide it and only use it when they when they need to if there's a threat otherwise they can keep their camouflage up that's right that's right i'm trying to go back far enough to those high school science classes you were talking about <laughs> to figure out how a, a creature creates their own uv light yeah so it's it's really just it's a function of of natural selection that you know is a big driver of of evolution so it's not it, it's something that happens over the course of evolutionary time. And it's actually a very special anti-predator display because a lot of anti-predator displays are things that you see all the time or you see them continuously. So let's take, for example, a red patch on a, on a frog or, or some kind mm-hmm. of insect or a spider. And it, it tells you, you know, I'm dangerous. I'm, I'm toxic, I could hurt you, stay away. But what we have with the bluey is something that's actually hidden and it's just brought out and flashed at a potential predator and it's actually designed to kind of overwhelm the the senses of the predator and startle them. Um, a, A good example is if you walk up behind somebody and you clap, loudly behind their their head um you can imagine that's quite a a shock and you're kind of startled and you need a bit of time to sort of regain your your senses and and that's basically what's happening except it's a a visual shock it's a a very conspicuous signal to something like a a snake or a goanna would it be a a flash like a a light going off to us um not quite that rapid but Basically, um, so there are a lot of dimatic displays in insects and, and other things, although it is a very poorly studied group of displays. But, but basically, it relies on, on going from a camouflage state to a highly cryptic state. So in the case of the bluey, they're rapidly opening their mouth as a predator is about to grab them, and suddenly this predator gets this burst of a very... Blue UV light in the face. That's right. That's right. And um, we think that's what's going on, and it's probably quite unsettling. Mm. It's you know, it's not to say that it's going to work every single time, but um, if if it works often enough, there's going to be enough for natural selection to to work with. To think it's worthwhile to hang on to. Thank you very much. No worries, Helen. Associate Professor Martin Whiting is a lead researcher at Macquarie University in their lizard lab. And this new study has just been published in the journal Behavioural Ecology and Sociobiology. And uh, next we'll be testing the response of predators to the UV tongues and to other pink-tongued creatures. On ABC Radio, here's Cold Chisel. (laughs) 